Welcome to Parenting Your Sensitive Child. Parenting a highly sensitive child can feel overwhelming, and all the parenting books in the world can only get you so far if your head and your heart are out of alignment with your child's. I'm your host, Julia McGarry. Let's create a new parenting paradigm. Yeah. I think one of most of our goals as parents is to raise kids who are problem solvers. We hear over and over again that this is a real world skill that this generation needs and that their creativity and problem solving abilities will be essential as the job market continues to evolve. This is one of the reasons why an approach like collaborative problem solving sounds so appealing, right? We want them to be problem solvers. Honestly, I'm a fan of collaborative problem solving. Although it can be tricky to implement if you have a child who is resistant to having conversations, <laughs> or if they don't like it when you make observations about them or their experience. This is actually something I coach on a lot, and it could be a very deep rabbit hole. What I actually want to share with you today is a pattern that I see that arises when kids start coming up with their own solutions to their problems regardless of how they got to that point. It's also super common for adults, so it's important to understand this on many levels. When you understand it for your kids, though, you can recognize when they're doing it and then help them decide whether it actually is the best strategy or if they might need a different approach. So what strategy am I talking about? It's the strategy of changing your circumstances. If you think about it, it's often the de default solution when we're facing challenging circumstances. We're uncomfortable in a situation, we look for a way out. If we don't like our boss, we start looking for new jobs or try to find ways to avoid them. For our kids, it might look like coming to us to get us to make their siblings stop doing something that's annoying them, or wanting to change schools if their best friend stops talking to them. And yes, for kids and adults alike, there are circumstances that you definitely want to change. You're alone in a dark alley and a shadowy figure approaches. You absolutely want to get out of there and Last, right? You're in a domestic violence situation. Do what you have to do to change that. But sometimes changing our circumstances falls short because we come out of it the same as we went into it. Changing our circumstances doesn't ask us to grow as an individual, to increase our tolerance for uncomfortable emotions, or to consider our role in a situation, right? So when a similar situation arises in the future, it's going to be equally difficult because we haven't built the skills to handle it. Our only strategy has been to get away from it. For our kids, one of the big things they miss out on 
if they're always solving for their circumstances, is practice regulating their emotions and taking on different perspectives. And it serves each one of us to learn to stay with our circumstances long enough to consider how we could work with them. Because sometimes you can't change your circumstances. And if that's your only strategy, those situations are going to be even more challenging. Now, I could see this line of thinking leading to insistence that they honor their commitments and a refusal by us, the parents, to let them quit activities that aren't working for them, right? I'll just reiterate that sometimes changing circumstances is the right move. And sometimes that's a call you have to make as a parent. Are they feeling overwhelmed by their schedule and dysregulated all the time? Then you probably need to help them lighten the load and find some balance. They won't be able to problem solve beyond fleeing their circumstances if their nervous system is constantly activated and they never get a break. But if they are able to find some balance and they're able to have regulated conversations with you about what's hard for them, here are some things you can try. First off, you can encourage them to prioritize regulation. By this, I mean, ask them to slow down and hold off on making decisions when they're in an activated or dysregulated state. Quitting an activity is a perfect example of this, really. Often the desire to quit comes up when it's time to transition to that activity. It may be the case that the activity is in fact stressful or unpleasant, but it might also be that the transition is stressful or unpleasant. You can tell them, listen, I hear you. You don't want to go. That is a conversation we can have. We just need to have it when we're both feeling calm. And we need to have it when we aren't about to walk out the door to go to the activity. They may hear that and proceed to air their grievances about said activity. This is not a problem. You can tell them that you're here to listen and you want to hear all about it and you're still going to go to the activity this time. Another approach that can be helpful when you are having a regulated conversation is to remind them that the solution they come up with has to work for everyone. If they are unhappy with their after-school program, for example, and their solution is to quit and start taking the bus home and be a latchkey kid, that might work great for them, but it might not work for you. They may need your support in finding ways to tolerate the after-school program if that truly is your only option. Another approach you can try is to be very direct and honest with them. Tell them, I've noticed you're working really hard to find solutions to your challenges lately. You've gotten really good at coming up with alternatives for situations that feel hard for you. And this is an important skill to have. 
I think we're ready to start working on adding some other tools to your toolkit because sometimes there are going to be uncomfortable situations that you can't change. We need to figure out how to move through those when they come up, and I'm here to help you do that. If you're working with a very logical kid, this might be exactly what they need to hear to start to appreciate some of the self-regulation strategies you've already shared with them. Finally, you can start talking to them about and helping them identify what's in their control versus what's out of their control. They can't control whether their sister hits them and they can't make her go away, but they can control their reactions, at least to some extent. They can recognize that hitting her back won't get her to stop, but focusing on staying calm can diffuse the situation or help them recognize that they can ask for help, right? So those are a few different ways that you can approach this. There are so many because this comes up in so many different ways. There, I mean, it takes so many different forms, right? We, as humans, often default to trying to get out of uncomfortable situations, to trying to change our circumstances so that we feel better. And the more we can recognize when this is happening for ourselves, for our kids, the more we can begin to explore other strategies and learn skills that help us be okay even when things feel hard, right? I hope this has been helpful for you. Keep in mind that you really do get to decide how to help your child expand their repertoire here. The most important thing is that you recognize this strategy and this, this strategy of changing their circumstances and that you can see when it's become their default. I hope you have a calm week. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Do you feel like you're parenting 24-7 and you're still not sure your child is getting what they need? Are you ready to stop parenting reactively and start living in partnership with your sensitive child? Are you ready to reclaim time for yourself and time for your dreams? Then you're going to want to explore coaching with me. I help my clients tune out all the noise, better understand their kids, build a parenting strategy that meets their family's specific needs, and do the mindset work necessary to implement that strategy consistently without sacrificing themselves in the process. To get started, just head over to partnerpath.com, click on coaching, and get your free consultation set up. Let's get to know each other.